This is the Agent Mind Podcast. Welcome to episode 42 of the Agent Mind Podcast. I'm your host, TJ McGraw. I'm an active investor and real estate agent, and I'm on that quest to define the perfect mindset so we can all build wealth, live within our passions, do what we want. Well, mostly what we want. The older we get, the more we can do what we want if we make the decisions today to do that. So, um, pretty excited uh, about this coming year. I got. I got to tell you, I'm. I'm really excited about about 2022. There's like a buzz in the air. I don't know if if I'm the only one, but I. It seems like people are just like a little bit, um, not giddy, but maybe giddy about going into next year. Like the the we're opening back up, um, mostly. We're we're able to go to sporting events and and um, you know, the holiday parties are back and everybody's just just kind of getting back out there, not so so worried about masks or getting sick and all that stuff. Whether it's because uh, more and more people are getting vaccinated, whatever side of the aisle you fall on that, that um, doesn't matter to me. I I don't care if you get vaccinated or not. That's not you know that's not, that's not what what this is about. This is about. Um, a lot of circumstances that are opening the world back up and the opportunity that's going to come in 2022 is going to be fantastic. And there will be negative Nellies out there when, you know, the market, the interest rates go up They're like, Oh my God, interest rates are going up. We're all going to be fired and Zillow's taking over our jobs. And, ah, so, um, stay away from those people, stay away from those agents, stay away from the investors that say, I can't find a deal in this market. Stay away from those people. Don't see it, it, they're, they're talking negative. We, it, there's always a way. If you try hard enough, if you think hard enough, um, there's just always a way. So, um, you know, get, get surround yourself with people that are positive, that are going to influence you in in a positive way, uh, lift you up, support you, support all your crazy ideas that you have, um, and and help you see all sides of it. Not people that that say if you I know we all have these friends these family members where you say an idea and like you tell them an idea that you have and they're like that's never gonna work that and they they think of all the reasons why something's not gonna work you got to get around the people that will support you and give you all the reasons that it could work so you know what I mean why you know. Why not? Why can't it work? But anyways, that's that's kind of another conversation. I go off on a little tangents here and there. Bear with me. Um, today is is a, is a cool show. Um, next week, well, last week was cool because Matt Weber, our new um, co-host, occasional co-host, actually interviewed me about you know how I felt about the show and people on the show and what I learned from people on the show, which was which was kind of cool. Um, it was nice not to have to. Uh, uh, drive the conversation, I guess. Not that I really drive a conversation. I just let it flow. But um, it was fun. It was a cool episode. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Love to get some feedback from from you all. Tell me what you want to hear on the show. If you you know what kind of guests you want to talk to, you want to hear from. Uh, go to theagentmind.com, Connect with me. Send me a message. I'll definitely respond one way or another. I'll I'll definitely respond to you. Um, you can book a call with me even on my website, theagentmind.com. And I got some uh, next year's, you know, like it's. I got some plans for the website. It's gonna, it's gonna get better. 
Like this was just, this got me through the first 42 episodes. Well, it'll get me through probably the first 100 episodes to be honest with you because um I can't focus on that right now and I'm, then actually this episode is going to talk about why not can't focus on things like that. Um that's what this episode is going to talk about. So, uh, if you like the show, subscribe, leave a review. Well, that would be awesome. I would be grateful. Um if you left a review, it definitely helps get in front of other agents that could use some, some, uh, you know, um, I was going to say advice, but I don't know. Could use some ideas, sparking ideas, whatever this show does. Um, I hope that it's, that it's sparking ideas, um, forcing you to think about how you look at your business, um, giving you, um, the realization that there's a ton more ways to make money in real estate than there than just chasing transactions and, you know, that roller coaster up and down, up and down, up and down. So, uh, that being said, um, today's show, I want to talk about distractions and the, the infamous shiny objects. And I know I've talked about it before on the show. Um, I, I want to talk about like ways to combat it and, and ways to identify it, ways to combat it, what it is. I, there's two real main categories of distractions, at least in my, how my mind organizes it. There's two real main categories. And the first one is probably the biggest and most obvious is, you know, whenever you start to, it's like when you think about something. So if you think back when, before you got your real estate license, when you started to think about, I'm going to get my real estate license, maybe. And what is the first thing you did? More than likely, more than likely, this isn't everybody, but more than likely, especially if you've gotten your, your license in the past five to even 10 years, maybe the first thing you did was Google get how to, how to get your real estate license or real estate schools near me or get licensed in insert your state uh for real estate and then and then what happens it's like it's like your phone hears your thoughts and all of a sudden you get all advertised to about all these different real estate schools um different real estate products and all that stuff you start getting bombarded with that so it starts there and then once you get licensed forget it you get emails calls People selling the next thing to get you leads. Um, all you got to do is drink this snake oil and boom, you're going to be rich and famous and successful and have your own reality TV show selling millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars of real estate and you never have to worry about anything ever again. That that's never that hasn't happened to me. I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody that has, has signed up for that product yet. If you're out there, definitely give me a call. You know, definitely go to the agentmind.com and, and book a call with me because I want to. I want you on the show. We got to talk about that if it, if you if that's happened. Um. So so there's so the point is I mean we all know we get bombarded and even if you're if you're looking maybe you want to you're thinking about taking up a, a hobby like you say you want to be you want to go kayaking, right? Random I know. So you think you're thinking about taking up kayaking? So you search. Um. You know, you go to Amazon and you search for kayaks. The next thing you know, you're getting you're getting advertisements for REI and outdoor stores and on kayaks and paddles and kayak accessories and all this stuff. It's like you're bombarded all the time with all this stuff. And in, in real estate, it, it's even worse because you're getting phone calls, text messages. People want you to join their team. People want you to join their brokerage. People want to sell you the lead system they have. People want to sell you CRMs. People want to sell you uh, uh, photo editing. It's, it's, it's crazy how much stuff you get bombarded with and it's very easy to to 
be convinced or convince yourself that you need this stuff to be successful in real estate or be successful in your business. And, and we're, we're our most vulnerable when we're when we're kind of you know in between transactions and we're like we need to, we need a spark to get the to get the transactions coming to get the leads coming in. I need something. I need to do something. I need to do something. Then you, somebody calls you at the right time, and you're like, you know what? That's just what I need for my business. I need to spend five hundred bucks a month on guaranteed three listing appointments a, a, a week. That's gonna. That's what a deal right there. Five hundred bucks a month for three listing appointments a week. I would take that deal any day if it's real. <laughs> but what happens is, it, it, or if they tell you they're, they're qualified buyer, they're gonna get you qualified leads, right? Be sure to define what qualified leads means because your definition of qualified lead is usually very different from the person selling you what those qualified leads. So clarify that. And uh, and usually it doesn't come up until you get a little frustrated because you're not getting the qualified leads you thought you were going to get. And when you contact them, they're like, hey, what's going on? You said I'd get qualified leads. Well, their definition of qualified lead is a little weaker than your definition of qualified lead. And I'm, I'm generalizing here. I know that. I mean, it, you know, there are better companies out there than others. But most people that are selling leads out there, it's just a, they're just peddling hope, peddling, peddling dreams, hope and dreams, which is not a strategy, mind you. So here's, here's what I have to say. If you've been listening to the show, which I hope you have, you, you've heard me talk about goals, setting goals, how to get there. Um, a few episodes ago, I talked about the 90 day burn and just d- taking 12 weeks and focusing on three rocks to move you closer to your yearly goals that moves you closer to your three to five year goals that moves you closer to your, all that awesome stuff you have on your vision board for your future, how you want your future to look. So I have an exercise for everybody to to combat these these distractions that that come in and and take us derail us off of our our business because we think we found the the the, the quick fix or the the way that's going to break through the business and all that. So and let me just side note this right here: the only way to break through, the only way is to focus on. And this is my mentor, friend, and partner uh, Neil Mathwig. Um, always says this, you have to focus on your plan, be consistent with your plan. And when that's when the breakthrough happens, that's it. That's really, that's really the, the secret. And it's, it's elusive to so many of us. And it's even elusive to me, you know, as I, as, and I know this, right. It's elusive. We just go into these moments where the basics are just so simple that it just can't be, it can't be it. There has to be more, right? Well, Here's an exercise I want you to do. Uh, if you're driving, you, you remember you do it later. I'll remind you again. I'll, you know, hopefully you, you can uh, you think about it. It's super simple exercise. Not not a lot of moving parts. All you need is a piece of paper. Doesn't matter. It could be copy paper, uh, a yellow pad, lined paper, whatever it is. Doesn't matter. Just one piece of paper. Take a pen or a pencil, marker, crayon, whatever. Draw a circle in the middle of that piece of paper. Then in that piece of paper, write your your top priorities. No more than three. One is fine. No more than three. So one to three priorities that you want to accomplish that you know is going to move the needle on your business in the next 12 weeks. What is that? One to three things. Write them down in the center of that circle, right? Now, and you just leave them there. Now, the next time you're faced with a choice or a decision about your business, take that piece of paper, 
hold it up to the light. And then where is that thing? What is that thing that you're, you're thinking about adding to your business? Does it fall inside that circle? Meaning does it pertain to what you've written down inside the circle or does it fall outside of the circle? So, and I'll explain a little further, but I th- I'm trying to g- give you the picture here. So anything that falls outside of that circle does not pertain to those three things, the one to three things that you have written inside the circle. Anything outside that circle is a hard, absolute no, not going to do it. Absolute hard no. It makes the decision so much easier. It saves up time because when those, those um, people selling the, the leads call you, you know that it's not in your circle. And you can say, hey, thanks for calling. Bye. Or if they persist, you hang up on them. It's just, just the way you do it because you don't have time to be nice if somebody's not respecting your time. So that's beside the point. So in essence, let's, let's make an example. So say I'm going to put one thing inside this circle I have on my piece of paper. It's going to be my filter uh, or my target, you know, my, my um, scope, if you will, of what I need to get done in the next 12 weeks. So say I want to, I've right in there, this is just an example. I want to develop and implement a buyer system from when the lead enters my CRM to the time um, that they close the transaction and beyond. So that's a that's a that's kind of a big system. But once you create it, you know you can free up some time, right? So you're going to create this system. So you're so it's more efficient. It's more consistent. You're 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 providing more value for your leads, your buyers, your your clients. That's that's the goal. That's the one thing that you put inside this circle, right? Now you get a call from, I don't know, somebody wants to sell you a, a subscription to, um, I don't know, I'm drawing a blank here, uh, some app that's you know this real estate app that's going to help you um, identify, you know, homes for sale in the area. I, I know those app exists already, but you, you understand what I'm saying. Somebody calls you up, they're selling this. This um, this lead generation tool say that um, that they're going to provide X amount of leads to you, whatever, whatever, whatever. So hold that piece of paper up to the light, and inside the circle says you're going to create a system to bring value and efficiency to your to your buyers um, from the time they enter the CRM for the rest of their lives. Basically, um, you know, work work them through the the follow up before they become a client the conversion to them being a client, making an offer, working through the, the contract closing, then beyond after they close, following up with them after that, um, asking for referrals, all that stuff goes into this system. But this person calls you up and is selling this lead generation system that, that doesn't quite fit in with that system, right? Doesn't You can't find a spot for that to go into because you've already... You know, you already have leads coming in. Um, you know, we can always use more leads, but you, you understand what I'm saying. It's not in your in that circle, so it is a hard no. Anything that's outside that circle is a hard no. Now, if um, you see a product that, um, like, presents information all in one spot that you can uh, collectively, you know, you'll send to your your clients at a certain point in the in the process that generates automatically. Um, there's there's programs out there where you can send like reports and um, Homebot is is kind of one of them um, that that sends information 
Um, so, so, so something like that, something that's going to help you that you can plug into that system that you want for your, for your leads coming in, then, then yeah, that's something to consider for sure. So just to recap, draw a circle on a piece of paper, put your priorities in the middle of that circle. And then every time you have a decision to make, hold it up to the light and decide, is it, is that outside of the circle or is it inside the circle? If it's inside the circle, more scrutiny and consideration is, is definitely uh, appropriate. If it falls outside of the circle, then it's, it's an absolute hard no. Absolute hard no. Another example might be um, if you are, your, your biggest lead generation is um, open houses. A lot of people like to do open houses. They get very successful getting, getting leads coming in. That's your wheelhouse right there, the open houses. So maybe in your priorities, you, you want to like up your game with open houses and really, you know, you want to um, create a whole system and then, uh, and then a follow-up, you know, get them into, um, you know, your, your follow-up system, whatever that is. And uh, you want to make that more efficient and better, right? Well, if someone calls you up and they're selling leads for something else, then that's a hard no. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. But if you come across, maybe there's an app that, um, that connects, you know, the people sign in on a tablet and then they, um, it goes directly to your CRM and they instantly get on this, this program and it's really cool. Then that might be something to, well, it definitely would deserve your attention as far as more consideration. It might not, you know, not everything that falls in the, in the circle up front will end up inside the circle. So it's just a way of being aware, uh, being very aware of what your priorities are and knowing what it, it, Anything that comes in, any decision that you're going to make, you're thinking about adding something or removing something, how is it going to affect those three things, those one to three things inside that circle, your your priorities, your rocks for the next 12 weeks? Outside the circle, no. Inside the circle, it deserves a closer look and maybe will fit in and maybe be a good addition to your systems, processes, business, so on and so forth. So just a way to kind of simplify it. Um, there's a lot of stuff that comes at us. So you gotta, we got to have a way to discern what is going to be helpful to us and what is just crap, to be honest with you. Just, you know, to use some semi-foul language. I can't say it in front of my kids, so I'm, I don't know if I should say it on the podcast. Whatever. You guys are, you guys are adults. It's crap. The, the, you don't want the crap in your business because it just bogs you down, mucks everything up, slows up your process, slows up your productivity. Don't do it. Now the next the next distraction I want to talk about the, the the sneaky shiny objects that we're bombarded with every single day comes in the form of that little computer you have inside your pocket and your phone or the emails on your desktop wherever the case may be electronics can derail you and make you unproductive whatsoever uh, it's Facebook all those apps you know whatever the case may be TikTok. I can get sucked into TikTok. I don't know why. It's like a, it's like my kryptonite. Sometimes I had I delete it off my phone every now and again, and I, I always I, I'll download it and I say that I'm gonna start doing TikTok, and then I I never do because what I do is I look it's, is it in my circle, I'm making TikTok videos? Not right now, not at all. So it goes in the maybe someday list I have in the back of my journal. Um, you know maybe we'll look at it for the next ninety days after these ninety days are up, but right now. It's a hard no. So I should just leave it off my phone, but you know, it is what it is. Here's the main thing though. You got, we got to turn that stuff off. We need to 
focus. We need to get into deep work and we need to focus and allow our brains time to be creative, to be thoughtful, to reflect, and to make plans moving forward. Your phone will distract you and derail you from that. It, it pulls you out of that creativity. I'm snapping my finger. Boom. Every time your phone rings, every time you get an email notification or a text notification, that's my snapping. It pulls you out. It pulls you completely out of your deep thought, your work, your deep work, and distracts you. Now, there's a couple things about that. It's pretty common knowledge. I don't have a study to reference, but you can Google it. It's pretty, pretty it's out there. It's, it's common knowledge now. It takes, if once you get distracted from a task, when you return to that task, it takes 20 minutes to get back into the groove of it. 20 minutes. So think about how many times you're distracted by a text or phone call, an email, a Facebook post on throughout your day. And then if it, if say it's, I don't know, say it's five, say, say you get five times, which is probably five in an hour, at least for some of us, that's, that's 20 minutes each time. That's an hour's worth of productivity. That's completely in the toilet because you were distracted and to try to come back and fix something. And my monkey brain will always take for, it seems like it takes me longer than that to get back into something. And then sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even going to go back to that because it's, it's like effort and work to get back into that state of deep work and be creative and thoughtful and reflective and make plans and things like that. So think about that. Like you, you we're losing so much productivity by allowing our cell phones to be on the table or in our pockets all the time on emails on as we're, I mean, th there's people, all of us, all of us at one point or another have been writing an offer, putting a listing, you know, together and an email comes in and we stop what we're doing and we go and look, answer. The, and then we're in this rabbit hole and this email from this other transaction. And we go back the, the, just the, the opportunity for mistakes alone in that moment, which we, our clients definitely don't deserve. That's, that's enough reason not to do it in the first place. But you're, but the thing is, you you can take twenty minutes to get back into doing what you're doing. You know, on average, it's twenty minutes. So think about that. Every time you're distracted, you lose twenty minutes. You just it's just burn twenty minutes. So think about it. If you over the course of a year, every time you were distracted, you add up those twenty minutes, and if you get them back and use them for money making productivity activities, product productive activities, money making, how many hours would you get? How much more money would you have now? Some people think in terms of, of that. So, but it's, I mean, it's so true. Like the, the, the time we spend distracted, it's got to be about half of our day. Most people, it's about half your day. You're distracted doing something. And then only about half the time you're actually working, you're actually being productive and getting stuff done. Some people are way worse. I know I've had days where I'm like, what did I do today? I didn't do anything. I started eight things, finished nothing. Now I got to go redo everything tomorrow. I've had those days. I don't know if anybody else said those. I know uh, I know you've had those days. So don't try to fib. I know you've had those days where you're just like, what ha What did I do today? Nothing. I feel like I got nothing done, nothing accomplished, was not productive at all. I was distracted all day, all that. So here's the easy fix, easy but hard. It's It's so easy to do and it's so easy not to do because you're either making decisions to move towards your goals or you're making a decision to move away from your goals there's nothing in the middle, right? There's no, you can't just sit back and in neutral and not be going one direction or the other. You're either going towards your goals or you're going away from your goals. 
So this is what we need to do. And, and what, before I say this, let, let me say this now. So I remember a time when there were no cell phones. I didn't grow up with a computer in my house. I didn't have access to the internet. When I remember when we first got dial up, I was, I was, I think I was just, I was out of high school or ending or finishing. No, I was definitely out of high school. I think a couple years out of high school, actually, when my parents got a, a dial up internet with this big old honker of a computer. Um, and then I didn't have a cell phone until I was about 22 years old. And then even then the cell phone was just a phone. It texted, but it was very inefficient because it still had the, it didn't have a separate keyboard. It had the, the old style where there was three letters for each, for each number. And you had to click through the, it was, it was very inefficient texting. Let's put it that way. If anybody remembers, I mean, the, no one had cell phones when I was growing up. So especially in middle school and into high school, like once I got out of high school and people started getting cell phones, but nobody had cell phones. It was like, you see that limousine going down the highway with that little curly uh, antenna in the back that for the cell phone, you know, the, the car phone, whatever you call it. And then the, the boomerang uh, antenna for the TV. Like this is, I'm dating myself for sure, but this is the world I grew up in. No, nothing in your pocket as far as electronics at all. And then my first phone at 22 was just a phone that I used to make phone calls and that was it. Um, and then it, I didn't get my first smartphone. I had, a, I got a Blackberry when I got, I had a job that required, um, more, uh, email communication. So I got a Blackberry. I thought it was the coolest thing. I, I finally made it. I got a Blackberry, you know, it's got the keyboard on it. Mm, I'm And it, it had the internet, but it was horrible internet connection. And it, like didn't didn't look good on the screen. Anyways, I'm I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but I I say all this because I grew up in a in a world I know a world without electronics in your pocket, without without a computer in your home, internet access in your home, and I also know this world where information is instantaneous, and it it, it not only can we go find the information instantly information is bombarding us constantly. So we're not even going out and looking for information. Like we're getting bombarded by information through the cell phones, you know, the weather, it's our, it's our, it's our lifeline nowadays. It's got our, had the way we communicate with the world, phone, email, text. It's got our weather on there. It's got our music on there. It's got our favorite television shows on there. It's got every single thing is on this little little computer in our pockets. And it is the biggest distraction, biggest productivity killer out there. It's a, if you use it right, it can be very helpful and very and help you be productive. But most of us don't use it right and we allow it to infiltrate every minute of our lives. So um, this is what you need to do. Oh, it, this is what I was going to say before I kind of went off on that tangent. We in the grand course of humanity over thousands and thousands of years, there's a very short period of time. That's why I kind of dated myself going back saying I didn't I didn't grow up with this stuff. There's a very short period of time, like 20 years maybe, that this has really been an issue. Prior to that, all the thousands and thousands and thousands of years of humanity prior to that, we have not been bombarded with so much information and had access so quickly to so much information. It is just how our brains are not wired to receive constant flow of interruption and information 
like we are now set up to, to receive. So that being said, turn off your cell phone, turn off your internet connection, get into a state of deep work. That's where you'll be creative. That's where you will come up with ideas and planning and the, the, the clarity will come from that. If you're constantly being bombarded, you know, if you have to come up with a solution for uh, a, an issue in your business and you're constantly bombarded by phone calls and you're constantly being having to answer emails and you're constantly feel like there's emergencies, 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 you are never going to get to a point where you can solve that issue in your business. And it's just going to snowball and get worse and worse and worse and worse until it's overwhelming. Something crashes, something explodes, you know, you you have a meltdown Whatever it is, it's like you, we're just not we don't we do not have the capability to to maintain that. I mean, I, you can, but it's not, it's 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 we're not our best. We're not being our best when when we're operating like that. So turn off the cell phone for I would say do it every day. If you can't do it every day, start off with a couple days a week. Just pick like an hour, or even if you start with fifteen minute increments to build a habit. Turn the cell phone off. Turn the Wi-Fi off on the computer. Sit down. Do deep. Turn the TV off. Turn the, the the news off. Put some classical music on. Whatever you have to do, and then just get into a creative workflow of deep thought, deep work. Um, that that's where clarity comes, and that's where your that's where your creative juices will get going. Now I heard just I I just heard half of you in unison go, "Well, I'm not a creative person." That's it's untrue. That's a lie that you've been told. You're. You, You've been told all your life, and in July you're telling yourself now, like, everyone is creative. We just need to allow ourselves the opportunity to be creative. And it's like anything, anything you practice, where your focus goes, abundance grows. You can be creative. You've gotten to where you are because you're creative. You put deals together that are creative. You know what I mean? Especially in this market right now, in the end of 2021. We have to be creative when we put deals together. So you, you can be creative and by creative, I don't mean like, you know, sculpt a work of art, although you could, if you want, but it, I'm, what I'm saying is like, um, getting into a point where you can start seeing your business, like from the outside looking in and you can start to like figure out solutions and solving problems and being creative about problem solving and issue solving and creative about, um, how you're going to bring value to your, your team and your clients and, and your, 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 the co-op agents, you know, how are you going to be a better, better real estate agent, real estate investor? How are you going to do that? Um, that's what I mean by being creative. So turn off the cell phone, turn off the Wi-Fi, give yourself the gift of deep work without distractions. And I mean, if you can turn your cell phone off, don't touch your phone when you first wake up in the morning. Uh, you'll get an alarm clock. Don't use your phone. I use my phone as an alarm and it's, it's horrible. I need to change it because it's, it's, uh, the, when the first thing I touch in the morning is my electronics and not my wife, then there, that's, there's becomes a problem right there. At least for me, because I'm being, you know, my fam, family is very important and I'm starting to realize that I wake up every morning, I turn my alarm off on my phone and instantly, whether I open them or not, I see that I have messages coming in from the night before, from that morning. I mean, I, I got texts at, at uh, 3 o'clock this morning from a buyer, uh, <laughs> which I don't mind because I don't at night I'm not, I'm not reading them. I'm not paying attention to them. But I see them in the morning when I first wake up. So 
the first thing you're touching is your phone and not your significant other, then it's time to look at how you wake up in the morning and maybe one of those old school alarm clocks uh, might be a solution for you. So, but that's just one example. Turn the phone off, get into deep work, be creative, solve the problems in your business, and uh, you'll, you'll see your productivity soar once you turn all this stuff off. And not to mention, you're not going to get bombarded with, you know, if your phone is off and in the other room, you can't get a phone call from somebody trying to sell you the, the newest snake oil and lead generation. And so that is, there's not the distractions there. So you will be able to be, you'll be able to work, solve problems faster, be more productive and work smarter. Um, you know, and I know we need our phones to make phone calls and that's what we do. If you're in real estate, you have to make phone calls, but you can turn off your notifications. You can turn off all your notifications and turn off the, the Wi-Fi or whatever, put on, um, you know, you can, you can just about, you know, configure any kind of setting. So you're not getting distractions and just, and just use your phone for phone calls for a determined amount of time. So just pick an hour, turn your phone off, pick an hour. All you're doing is making phone calls, pick an hour, get it, get an egg timer and set, set it for 10 minutes. And that's your social media time. Um, you know, that's when you're posting and commenting and, and building, you know, your relationships online. There's countless different suggestions and ideas and ways to do it. The point I want to get across is just like figure out how to disconnect from that phone and that, and, and all that electronic bombardment, television, doom and gloom, bad news, like turn all that stuff off, turn off, definitely turn off the, the news notifications on your phone. You should do that right now. I'll, I'll pause for a second. Like pick up your phone, turn off the news notifications that you get. Good. Did you do it? Well, if you didn't do it, you can, you, you can do it later. I mean, you might be driving. I'm going to assume that you're driving if you didn't do it. And um, I'll give you a pass on that one. But that's just one example. So there's a million, a million ideas how to stop, how to, how to um, you create a system to remove distractions so that you can be product, more productive. And you'll find, just give it a try. Give it a try for a week or two. And then like, like turn off your phone for an hour every day or if you can't do an hour, half hour, do it for 15 minutes a day. Turn off the phone go and focus on something and see how more productive you get. See how, see how many more ideas and solutions come into your head and how, how things will get clearer and clearer and clearer. And you'll, you'll kind of get out of the mud, get out of the woods and you know, you, things will open up and ideas will come to you. I promise. Give it a try. I would not lead you astray. If you try it and really do it, that's, that's going to happen. Clarity and productivity. When you eliminate distractions, Clarity and productivity will follow. Uh, that's it. That's all I'm going to do today. Um, next week, we got a, a cool guest coming on. Um, I'm not going to say the name because we haven't recorded yet. So just in case something throws us for a loop and we have to change our schedule, recording schedule, I'm not going to mention the name. But um, it looks like we're, we're going to have somebody on that's um, kind of a master networker, really good networker. Uh, he's in the business. Um in the real estate business, and uh, I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Um, so tune in next week. In the meantime, go out there, remove distractions, be legendary. Thanks, everybody. 